Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Glory, glory, glory. I want to welcome you to this session of International Miracle Institute. And we affirm that the gifts and the callings of God are without recall. Amen. 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 They're without repentance. And so as we affirm that, we also prepare you as we're going to teach on irrefutable dominion. The authority the Lord has given his church. You, right where you're at, regardless of how it looks, glory be to God. You have the Lord on your side. And if God be for us, who can be against us? He has given you authority. And that authority is to work in the today. That authority in the new day. That authority to carry you sustain you and help you glory be to God is in him and he is in you amen and so we'll talk about that dominion dominion you can do this I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me glory be to I can do this I can do this I can do this I can do this. Do you feel that in your life? I, you can, you, whew, you're not, you're not just going to win. You won. You're winning and you'll continue to win. Glory be to God. Well, I love you. You may be seated. Mr. Chance to tell me you love me more but it's too late too late let's look together in the sacred scriptures to the book of Genesis or the book of beginnings it's a wonderful um thing to start in the beginning and um, and how many of us here know or believe that when you accepted the fullness of Christ finished work for you and you accepted the Lord as your Savior and you were born from the source or from above then you began a new beginning You you became a new creation. You became different. 
you became compatible with the kind and the nature of the one that called you. Someone says, well, Dr. Fush, I'm not, I don't understand what you're saying. Yes, you do. The word of God says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible. You're born of incorruptibility. You're born of the incorruptible word of the living God. My God. The first time we were born of the corruptible and we were going to corrupt. But the second time we're born of the incorruptible. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And so we're born with authority. That authority is also dependent on desire. And, and, and you say, well, what do you mean? We, you, as newborn babes, you desire the sincere milk of the word. Now I want you to listen to me very carefully. Now many of us here are beyond milk. But how many of you still read 1st and 2nd Corinthians? Just wave at me. Well the scriptures in 1st and 2nd Corinthians as declared by the Holy Spirit through the Apostle Paul says I have fed you with milk. So I mean you got to allow the Holy Spirit to make you dive deep into the scriptures to get the meat. That, so if you as a newborn babe desire the sincere milk of the word to grow thereby, then when you grow, you don't lose the desire. You just change desire from milk to strong food. You don't just want to be a Christian that barely drags into heaven. You want to be a Christian that has victory every day of your life. My God. My God. Glory, 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 glory. You don't lose that desire. You don't feel like you're arrived. This world hasn't given you everything God has for you. This world can't supply it anyway. But my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you need, you need to understand how to function in the authority of the nature you were given. Being born of incorruptible seed. By the word of God, you're born of the word of God. And so that means that there's no such thing as something too hard for the word of God. If you're born of the word of God, the word of God is greater than your opposition. The word of God is greater than your adversary. The word of God is greater than your enemy. The word of God is greater than your situation. Your, the diagnosis that the devil said you are destined to live with will leave you. And the diagnosis of heaven will overtake you. My God. Mm. Mm. Glory. 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 And, and, and all, all over the world, people have told me, well, you know, I don't believe I have that. I, I'd like to believe that. Well, believe it, I tell them. Believe it. 
I'd like to believe it. Well, go ahead. Praise the Lord. Believe the truth. Believe the truth. It takes tremendous effort in the heart of a new creature to doubt the one that made them. If I've been born from above, I'm going to live from above. If I've been the head, not the tail, if I'm going over, not under, then I'm going to exercise that authority and demonstrate that my God does not lie. What he has given will not be taken away. Glory be to God. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Behold, I've received commandment to bless. To bless. Mm. Mm. And why did the scripture say, and I have blessed, and I cannot reverse it? Cannot reverse it. Gifts and callings are without recall. Authority and dominion granted to the church never gets done away with. Oh yeah, you might misplace it. You might doubt it. Somebody next door might talk you out of it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're married to the short circuit in your victory. But if you won't let yourself short circuit and you won't cut God short, God will resurrect the shortage in your life. My God. Sorry, I got people all over the place. Paparazzis in this. There goes the time card, see? That's that's an ancient strategy. And the priest could not stand because of the cloud of the... Amen, all that. All right. Praise the Lord. Dominion, authority, and uh, jurisdiction. That's what the Lord has given you. That means a sphere of influence. You say, well, Dr. Anfish, how far does our sphere of influence go? Well, it should go in the true church. If you're the true church, shout. It should go in the true church in genuine believers that believe that God... deserves all of our praise our jurisdiction should go as far as his great commission which said this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached as a witness to all nations and said go ye therefore 
to all nations, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. And so our jurisdiction is unto all nations, unto all peoples, every kindred, every family, every life can be touched and should be given an opportunity to hear the good news from good people who have been made good by a good God who has given us the blessing. Hallelujah. So our jurisdiction is global. Our jurisdiction is also, our, and our authority is in three realms. Our authority reaches into the throne room of grace in the third heaven. Our authority operates on top of the earth when we live. We tell that disease, that affliction, that enemy, that shortage, that liar, that thief, that bondage, that, that thing that is trying to short circuit your pace. We tell it you're going to get out of our way and we're not going to even sweat about it. Our God is with us to perform his word. That thing will obey you. That thing will obey you. Are you in the book of beginnings? Dr. Robin. Oh, she's got notes in there? You got notes already. We're going to look at, we're going to look at Genesis, the book of beginnings in chapter one. And, um, I'm, I'm going to read, and you, you can read along with me if you'd like. Genesis 1, 26 through 28. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle. And over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female, created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over 
every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Is that, is that 28? Now, as we look at this through prophetical insight or revelatory insight, it's very clear. It's even, it's even at the surface. The, the writer is definitely declaring to us, Moses is declaring to us, the beginning. And this is, as we already know, God's crowning um, creation, crowning achievement. This is the sixth day. God had already created the heaven and the earth, and then he went ahead and you can go through and read what he has done. And then finally, the Lord here is in sharing in one of a couple of accounts that we might look at in Genesis, that um, first his intention... Notice he shares his intention. So in, 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 the beginning, in the beginning part of verse 26, do you see that? Yeah. And God said, let us make man. He's sharing his intention. He's declaring that the, the writer has given us insight into God saying, this is what I'm going to do. And then next it says, so God did what he's going to do. How many read it like that? Yeah. Is it not there? Yeah. So God said, let us make man in our image. After our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, etc. So God created man. Now the reason I wanted you to see that is because we're going to go later to where, and the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground. How many understand? Well, well, how did, what did he form him to be? Out of the, so I'm going to go there and then come back. Is that okay? Yes. I'm going to go there and come back. Should I stop? No. Did I lose you? No. I was first, first of all, um, the, um, So he created them, male and female, he created them. And in Genesis 2 and 7, it says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Isn't that powerful? This word, man, or includes um, humanity, but this very important word um, um, that is called Adam is, is the Hebrew word that if you literally have ancient text or old enough uh, reliable sources, maybe 
I can't speak for the um, technological uh, companies that give you certain meanings of the ancient words because they're not reliable anymore. And it's just, you know, anybody that studied, anybody that, of us that has access uh, will know the difference between, you know, changed up. How many don't want changed up Bible? And so this Hebrew word, Adama, that's where, where God made Adam, the same word where God made man out of the dust of the ground, that dust of the ground is Adama also. And that Hebrew word means red earth, which, which gives us an impression that he's, he's making man um, red-brown. How many understand what I'm talking about? But the point is, gives us another impression that he's working with moist uh, earth that he is prepared to shape. You can understand. And he molds man in his what? In the image of God. Made he him, male and female, created he them. Now we, we can find out a little bit later. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you there and then I'll come back. Is that okay? Yes. This is class, right? Yes. Now if, if we don't believe this, this is true, and you know, then we don't understand. We don't understand uh, God. How many believe this is the truth? Yes. So in, in chapter 2 of Genesis... In verse 21 through 23, it says, And the Lord God caused the deep sleep to fall upon Adam. That's Holy Ghost anesthetic. <laughs> My God, that's a deep sleep. That's like out, out for the count. And you know what? You need, he needed to be out because he needed to have two things. One, he needed to be completely uninvolved in what God is supplying for him. And every woman should be praising the Lord for that. But two is um, the scriptures are clear. Look. And um, deep sleep fell upon Adam and as he slept, he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. Now, without God giving you what is necessary to keep you pain-free, it will probably be similar to some kind of a surgery. Except it's a surgery of provision, not merely extraction. So thank God that whatever he gets out of you comes back to you pressed down, shaken together and running over. So can, can we see that? We see that even, we see that, 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 that the Lord goes ahead and he said it's not good for man to be alone I'll make him a, a help me uh, uh, that someone that he could see eye to eye with someone that could compliment him someone that could 
help him and so he can help her and they can help one another and they could also increase and they could multiply. So the Lord sets in order something very impressive. When we put all these scriptures together, we, we, we can see that now the Lord formed man. So that means his hands had something to do with the shaping of humanity. Now, he made man out of the Adama or out of the ground, and he became called Adam or Adama, which means red earth. But watch this. In his own image, he made him, and then God breathed into his nostrils. Notice he had nostrils before he had breath. That means God had already formed what he would fill, he had prepared what he would empower, he had made whom he will bless, and you're not here by accident or in vain. My God will fill you, my God will refresh you, my God will breathe into you. My God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, glory, glory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he closed up um, the flesh thereof. Isn't that right? And uh, the rib or the side which the Lord God had taken from man, he made he a woman and brought her unto the man and Adam said this is now bone of my bone or of my bones and flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man so I want you to see here for a moment that when Adam awakened out of sleep, a deep sleep, Adam's prophetic or Adam's knowing that was given to him by the Lord identified the work of God provisionally for him. How many understand? And he understood that that work of God provisionally for him came out of him bones of his bones, flesh of his flesh, and she will be called woman. So that's, that's very, very important for us to know that it was the, the we are the design of God. Yes. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. What? Male and female created he them. Notice there is a record that shows us that God formed man. And then when he breathed nashama, when he breathed uh, nasme into his, his nostrils, breath, man became a living soul, a living, uh, a living being with, with, with intellect, with rationale, with, with God emotions, of course, with innocence. How many understand what I'm talking about? With purity. He, he, a living being. But the highest, the crowning 
creation of God was on that sixth day and after that God rested. That should tell you something about yourself even in your Adamic nature. You should get more excited now that having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Glory be to God. And after he ascended and sat down, he's waiting for you and I to see his enemies be made his footstool. Glory to God. You have authority over everything that's threatening you, that's lying to you, that's opposing you, that's attacking you, that's stifling your progress or your prosperity or your ministry or your call. And in the name of the Lord today, anything that comes against your pursuit of this divine training this year, I bind it and I say to it to be cast out into the dry places and rise up and be part of this end time army of the Lord that will see the dead raised, the sick healed, the lost saved, the house built, the nation shaken for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Well, go ahead and celebrate for a little bit. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. So, isn't that wonderful? So we have the intent, the intention of the Lord revealed through his sacred scriptures. And God said, this is how I'm going to make man. I'm going to make, let us make man in our image. Let us make man in our likeness and let them have dominion. Shout that word. Dominion. Shout it like an army. Dominion. Come on now, shout it. Dominion. Let them have dominion. It is the will of God for you to be on top. I'm not talking about dominion over human beings. I'm not talking about dominion over, over mankind. I'm talking about dominion over the spirits that you battle against. Over a climate that tries to confuse you. Over an enemy that tries to defeat you. You have dominion. It is the will of God for the church to be victorious regardless of the circumstance. Whether we abound or whether we are abased, whether, whether we, know, we know how to hunger and we know how to be filled, we know how to have more than enough and we know how to wait for the Lord's supply. And all these things were more than conquerors because we know how to be independent of the circumstance. We know how to do that. It is the will of God. To make humanity in his image. How many believe God is like that? No, no, he doesn't ever have to do without. Amen. But, you know, in certain cases, depending on us, when God's depending on us, when God's depending on us, depending on us to pray, depending on us to preach, Depending on us to stand, depending on us to be separate from the polluted and uh, cling to 
the sanctified, God sometimes has, has to wait. So we look and we see all the critics and the skeptics in the Christian world wonder why our nations have gotten this far down the hill. And they think that it's some kind of a revelation of the end time. When in reality, God's been waiting for some people to act like the head. For some people to rise up and be what God has called them to be. And when God has patience, he will wait for you until the resurrection life brings it to yourself. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you're facing right now. Glory be to God. When you come to yourself and say, I'm going to get back on the course. I'm going to get back on IMI. I'm going to get back to the call. I'm going to get back to the pursuit. I'm going to get back to the... When you get, when you get, when you, when you say, what am I doing here? My father's house, the servants live better than this. When you get to turning, you'll see that he's already waiting for you because there is a revival, the likes of which no generation has ever seen. Get ready to manifest in your life, in your home, in your call, and in your ministry. Thank God, thank God, thank God. Apostolic Global Church, thank God. We're not divided or separated because of geography, whether you're in this area, five-state area, the city, or whether you cross the nation or the world. We're not separated. There's no such thing. There is no space between us. There's no emptiness. There's only fullness. Very important for me to take a moment here because of Reverend John and I having a discussion on, on some things. And I reminded him of that statement. The statement I just made. How many have heard me make that statement before? How many? Let me see your hands. Okay. You heard it? Let, let the church say yes. yes. I told you I preached for a reaction. And, and so Rev was talking about these scientists who are trying to figure out some things. And they cannot understand how in what seems to be empty space. There's nothing there, no, no planet, no star, just there, there is gravity. There's actually, there's something invisible. They don't know what it is. So in what looks like there's nothing, there is something. So, so that's why we believe that the Lord has made all things visible as well as invisible. Every, and so right now, you may not be seeing with your open eyes the angels or the activity of the spirit realm. But they're just as real, if not more real, than the natural realm that you live in. So it's very important to understand 
that when the scriptures have revealed 2,000 years ago that he upholds all things or holds together everything by the power of his word, then that means not only the things you see, but the things you do not see. So between you and I, there is a connection. Between us, there is a connection through the living spirit, the almighty spirit sent to help, sent to bless, sent to supply, sent to aid, sent to lift, sent to thrust forward. Hallelujah. The hand of the living God will come upon this end time generation and you will outrun chariots and you will outrun programs and you will outrun governments and you will outrun you won't be running away from adversaries you'll be running after adversaries they'll be fleeing from you seven ways excuse me for being a little not, uh, not tongue tied but lip anointed <laughs> you know So it's it's a um, spiritual anointing. <laughs> 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 Some people do that 10 years before they let go and talk in tongues. <laughs> Come on, man. Release that thing. Worst thing you could do is make a mistake. Nobody will understand it. But since there's no space between you and God, while that mistake is going up, God will correct it. Because there is a dialect when that word is not a mistake. There's a realm where your faith cannot fail. There's a God that will always fulfill his promise for his people. Glory be to God. Whoo, glory. Glory. Amen. Well, you know that we're being a little humorous, I think, but we're serious about it. Now, you can take some of these things and they're revelatorily edifying, but don't make a doctrine out of it. Say, Dr. Harfu said this or that or the other, but you have to agree. If you're speaking in languages that nobody understands, and nobody's going to know when you made a mistake. Now, we don't believe in making a mistake because once you begin to, um, to um, you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you begin to yield to the Holy Spirit and you work with the Holy Spirit. Amen? And, um, and so we're being a little humorous, but we're serious about it. It's, it's like accents. You know, it's like if you're from England, it's your schedule. What, what in the world is a schedule? That's your schedule. It's, 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 if you're in England, it's your bonnet. What, what is that?
your flat. What's that? Your apartment. Apartment. It's a flat. Hmm. Are we there? (laughs) God reveals his intention. Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Does that make sense? Let them have authority. Let them have superiority over everything that I have previously created or made. Does that make sense? Over the entire earth, over the, the bird kingdom, over the, 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 the animal kingdom over, over the fish of the sea over every, the trees everything let, let, let man have authority and be in charge over all that does that make sense so this is very interesting because of course God is interested in more than nature he's, he's interested in what he will do and he's he, God knows the end from the beginning so he's interested in also the multiplication and the numerical exponential growth of the human race and then what he will do in order to bring his fullness into our lives so that we can relationally with God be compatible to him and be able to walk with him and have him also walk in us and walk with us amen and so that is the will of God. The will of God is for uh, his people to receive his plan and experience his provision. Amen. Amen. Well, that was so good. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy about that. But God reveals his intention. So we're still in the first chapter of Genesis. And the first time that mankind is mentioned... In the same verse with God, God is revealing his intention to make man a particular way. Now I happen to conclude through rational, if if nothing but logic, I would say if the Lord planned to define what man would be like the first chapter of Genesis, he certainly defined what man would be like in Christ after he did, he preached us into it. If there is a new birth, if there is a new man, if there is a resurrection from spiritual death, then certainly there is a definition given by God about the body of Christ, about believers, about the church, about champions, about miracle workers, about you, about your life, about your about your days. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Amen. So God made man 
in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. I wanted to go there again because I believe the scriptures are literal. In, in, in this, it's not allegory. It's not figuratively. I believe it's literally. And I believe even science will bear witness that it's literal. Because even science can get a DNA and make something happen out of it. So it's not, actually it's a miracle that God would show us that he took out of the side of man enough DNA material and then closed up the flesh showing the first surgery ever recorded by God himself. And he doesn't practice surgery. He manifests creation. My God, I feel the power of the Holy Spirit. But, but he had formed man. You follow me? And then out of the rib he had taken, he built, is the original Hebrew word, or fashioned or formed a woman. Again, we see the connection of God working, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Thank God that you and I are still moist clay that are on the potter's wheel, and he's not cracking us or breaking us, but he's molding us and shaping us. He's got plans for your life to be a masterpiece of your hour and shine for the glory. Hallelujah. And spread the fame and the reputation of the one that delivered you out of darkness and translated you to the kingdom of his dear son. My God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Well, jump up to your feet and shout. Stand up, everybody. Stand up. Stand up. Put your hands on your spirit. Stand up at home. Stand up in your church. Stand up in Africa. Drink some coffee. I know, I know you adjusted your time. Get, stand up. Put your hands on your spirit. I am a believer. I have an alert mind. A receptive spirit. An attentive heart. And active faith. My life is full of energy. I know that God has something for me today. And I will not leave without it. What I receive today, what I receive now, what I am receiving, the impartation, the revelation, the living word, the resurrection life, the healing power, the illumination. The word of God, God that I receive, receive. He will change my life forever. forever. Now if you believe that, lift your hands and let God hear you shout the greatest shout of victory. 
Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Glory to God forevermore. Amen. You may be seated. I want to welcome you to, believe it or not, the second session of the International Miracle Institute. And we're teaching and ministering and imparting. You know, the Apostle Paul said, which things we speak or which things we put into words. So the things of God are put into words. When, when, when what God is saying touches you on the inside, don't quench it. That's not emotional. That's spiritual. Don't, 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 don't go like that to a candle. And don't underestimate the power of what a little fire can do. I'm not, not, I'm not talking destructively. I'm talking about the fire of God. I'm talking about positively. I'm talking about the fire to get sickness out of your life. And hereditary diseases will be cut off and you leave them behind you. Because the Lord's fire is in your life. Moving in every aspect of your being. He'll take away out of your life what is anemic and what is weak and what is feeble. He'll take out of your life the memories of disappointment and the past abuse that you may have been through. He'll take out of your life addictions or anything that weakens you. He'll take it out of your life by, by His power. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I mean, we discovered in the, in the earlier session that the Lord in Genesis or the book of beginnings, chapter 1 and uh, verse 26, that God began by showing his intention. He's going to make man in his image. He's going to make man in his likeness. And he, he said, let us do this and let them have dominion. Let them have Authority, let them have jurisdiction, let them have the primacy, let them have superiority. Hallelujah. There is not a challenge that can come against a true believer connected to the body of Christ and the house of the living God that can prevail against you if you will not give up, if you will not bow the knee to your adversary, but you lift up your hands to your Savior. He will bless you. He will strengthen you. He will defend you. He will... My God. My God. He'll take care of you. He'll take care of you. He'll take care of you. Glory to God. And so, so we, we thank God that we see this in the earliest utterances of God. Actually, the first utterance of God's intention for man. This is the sixth day he's creating. And he's saying, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And let them have dominion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let them have dominion. Let, let, the, let them have authority. That's, I want to make them like me. I, I want to give them dominion in the earth. My nature is to give my nature. God can't give somebody else. 
God can give somebody else himself. How many want more of the Lord? How, how many don't want anything counterfeit? He didn't say let us make man in our image and let them be pitiful. He said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And some of us may have been pitiful and may be going through pitiful situation. But if we won't feel sorry for ourselves and we won't solicit people to feel sorry for us. But we'll stay connected with the God of redemption and deliverance. He'll lift us and strengthen us and help us and aid us. Hallelujah. Now, now I don't want to preach tonight. I want to teach. I'd like to teach and that's it teach. I got about 64 minutes. 64 minutes to teach tonight. (laughs) But sometimes, you know, power of God just so strong you you you, uh, you just have to bless God's people with it I mean I don't need this much <laughs> you know I mean I, I'm not complaining but you have to bless God's people with it His intention, and so God created, he uses the word so that God created man in his image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. God, and God blessed them, and God said unto them, stop. So, God formed man, the first man now, out of the dust of the what? The ground. God formed Adam, or red earth, out of what? Out of red earth. So, he formed man. Well, he made the male and female how? There was no decline in quality, caliber, or potential when God caused the deep sleep to come upon uh, Adam. And God took out of his side a rib and closed the flesh. We read it in the first session. Closed the flesh. Where it was at, that's very important. It's almost like, you know, uh, stitches. But it's really God's just, you know, did it his way. But the Lord, when he took that rib and he, according to the Hebrew word, he built or made or formed woman. So as far as nature or quality or potential, the same living soul that Adam was made through the breath of, of the Lord the same kind or level how many understand what I'm talking about the same ability for intellect thought perception all of that in, in, 
in her own uniqueness because they had to complement each other and God knows what's best. And then the same quality physically. Actually, the next verse that we didn't read uh, earlier um, in the first session where, where it says in, in uh, Adam said, uh, this is now flesh of my flesh. Isn't that what it said? Did we read that? Where did we read that at? In uh, chapter 2, verse 21 through 23. Right? And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, etc. And then Adam comes out of a deep sleep. And he's, he's, he's very alert and very aware. This is not a foreigner. The, wo- the woman being brought to him is not a foreigner. Th- this is flesh of my flesh. Or this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Are you still looking at your Bible? Now read the next. All right, hold up. Adam did not have a mother. Adam did not yet understand the concept of the father. He understood God. And and so we see here Adam declaring prophetically something that doesn't apply to where he's at. We got to learn to talk tomorrow. We, we got to learn to stand today and we got to learn to talk tomorrow. If you can't see hope at the end of the tunnel, uh, talk no tunnel. Talk the tunnel out. Let the light be everything you see. Let assurance be everything you're called to. My God. Hallelujah. Whoo, glory to God. You got you to gotta learn. He that will, will, will anyway. Now, how many can see what I'm, what I'm talking about? Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother shall cleave to his wife, and they too shall become one flesh. And so he, he shows us here also not only the miracle of that's flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone, but he goes on and he defines a future thing that will take place and also in his life called matrimony or marriage. It's powerful. Powerful. It's powerful. So, but again, say he's forming. So God, God formed man. God breathed into the nostrils of man, meaning Adam. God shared his intention of making male and female in his image after his likeness and let them what? have dominion and then and God blessed them and God said unto them two things you probably have never noticed this before but I'm just going to give you free because when you see the accounts how many could see that the Lord made the male and female in that verse. 
So God created man in his own image after his own likeness. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. So in that account, it's telling us what God did as well as telling us what God said he would do. Then it's telling us what God what? Did. Are you following? And then it goes, it goes on to say, and, and God blessed them and God said. Now the original Hebrew is consistent with the King James. Because it says, Wabarach, and he blessed. Wayomer, and he decreed or commanded. So, and he blessed, and he commanded. This is the first time we could see an inference made for the introduction of the laying on of hands into the earth. This is where men would learn how a father patriarch would lay hands on their children. This is how Jacob would know to go ahead and put his hand on the on the second born instead of even with dim eyes. He had eyes that understand and God blessed them and God said, my God, he took the two laid hands on them. So even in your humanity, before you accepted Christ, you're an heir to the laying on of hands that came upon your... Glory to God. Glory to God. Are you, are you following that? Yes. And so this is the first inference to the, the laying on of hands from the Lord. Now you may not be able to see it there, but you can add, can't you? Can you add to two? Yes. Yeah. What about it? And he blessed and he said. And, well, how did he bless? He blessed the same way that the patriarchs did. He blessed the same way. I'm pre denomination, pre Moses law. He, bl- he blessed the same way. That's how men learned. That's how men learned. Actually, I'm not going to take time to get there, but the Bible said, and God clothed them. So he clothed us with what? Skin. So after the fall, when man's glory lifted and the covering lifted and eyes were open to, to, to the fall, God didn't leave man to wear uh, leaves. So this is very important because the Lord performed the first offering in order to cover you and I and he's, he, he slew, that's the Lamb of God slain from the foundation of the, he slew, I'm, I'm preaching too much. I, I don't know if anybody here, 
my God, if the Lord would dress them with skins, what would the presence of the Almighty Holy Spirit do in your life today? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. And God blessed them. See, we know that, we know that, that that marriage was conducted by God. And whenever two come to the Lord or to his servants sent by him, there's going to be something that takes place. So throughout the canon of scriptures, even before, before, even in the days of Abraham, how many understand? I know you guys don't want to sit down, do you? I don't want to sit down either. And so we see that, and then we begin to see type of it clearly. And specifically, in, in of course, after, after the, the, um, the establishment of the law of Moses, we see in the law of Moses specific direction for the laying on of hands, or what we would see as the imposition of hands, to impart, transfer, and give the equipment necessary to stand in a particular ministerial office. The Lord has been given humanity the ability to hand this to the right kind of people so that this would flow. And, 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 and it, it threw out the law of Moses from... And you couldn't serve. You couldn't be a priest. You couldn't be a servant. You can be a, you, and, and, and throughout also the old covenant, you could, uh, we'll touch on some things. Well, a lot of laying on of hands. That was one way of blessing. Are you listening? Yes. It's one way of blessing. That's not the only way to bless. You could bless with your word. But I'm just, I'm just saying that the things introduced, such as the offering, that the Lord, of course, clothed them with skins. Well, if you look at the Hebrew word, the original languages say he made for them tunics or, or what, what some would call skirts or whatever. Meaning that there was enough uh, skins covering them that God made for them specifically. Actually, the word made is the word tailored. I don't even know if we should go into all that. Uh, he, he fitted. When God dresses you. Come on, when God dresses you. I'm sorry. Hey Amen. You can have your mitts if you want to. It's not about the outside, by the way. Because some people, if you don't understand, you'll just think uh, that doctor is mocking. I'm not mocking. But I'm talking about God taking care of you. When God will take care of your body. Your body, you call your body your earth suit. Well, who made the suit? Well, does God make suits that are supposed to not last for all of your life? Or is God's suit more than enough to stay strong for the rest of your life? Is God more than able to take care of his house that he has built for you? Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. 
Should I stop? No. Sure? Yes. See, that's what the Lord does. He moves miraculously. And, and we could say, well, the Lord didn't lay hands on us. Yes, he did. He formed man. So even if that part where it says he... Even if you don't agree with, and, and, and you know, I don't care. He formed man. You can't form without forming. And, you, and, and that man can't have nostrils unless the maker gave him nostrils. My God, I feel the power of the Holy Spirit. And then he made woman or built woman. And then after the fall, the, the Lord went ahead and made or tailored tailored if you have hard copy if you have access to a reliable concordance or a reliable word study that's uh, not been tampered with by modernists or uh, you know agnostics or or whatever and uh, you know what I mean by people see words should mean what they mean So God formed man, and, and if we're humanity, then we have to know that God took already in the, in, we're in Genesis. Now, if somebody wants to get over, well, I want to talk about Jesus. Well, come tomorrow night. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're going to talk about Jesus all year, but I mean, I've got to start in the book of beginnings. How many know the word was there? How many of the word was with God and the word was God? The word was there. So when the word said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, there he is forming you in order to fill you, in order to refresh you, in order to call you, in order to equip you, in order to impact you, and in order to send you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Glory to God. So, so um, we can sit down. Hallelujah. So, and, and, God blessed them and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply. Replenish the earth and subdue it. Now, now in, in that time, it would translate soon or shortly after to tilling, toiling, sowing, reaping. After How many understand what I'm talking about? Because before that, when the Lord, the Lord is the first one that planted or prepared a garden. But now the authority that God gave man was not just for the garden. God gave mankind the authority for all the earth. Does that make sense? And so it's very important to notice that the Lord clothed them. Tailor made or, or suited for us. 
at that time, Adam and Eve, his provision. And so his provision was um, seen by us. So we understood and we see that as um, Pastor Christie preached um, just recently. Um, I shared with you some things about it, uh, Christy, and then you, you went wonderful, wonderful word. And um, this is where Abel could offer. See how I resisted the pun? Could offer the right offering to God. And Cain could have also, if he proper, pro, properly exchanged what he was going to offer for what God had already demonstrated to the parents. He instilled in the earth what would be recognized continually. Every time a lamb, every time a bullock, every time a ram, every time a turtle dove, every time an offering would be offered to God by his direction, we would be saying, Christ is coming. When Christ comes, all this will be done away with. And in, in him we live, in him we move. We were saying, we were testifying, we were talking about what will happen because we had a promise. Now I'm talking about we how many of us here are human? Yes. How many are not only human? Yes. Hallelujah. So the Lord, you know the story, we won't go through it. The Lord t talks to Adam and, and what's powerful again about our relationship with God is it's clear in the scriptures that Adam heard and, and, and Eve heard the, um, the sound of God walking in the garden in the cool or in the spirit the original word is of the day the spirit of the day so it's, it's, it's very, very wonderful to see that the Lord came and walked. Are, are you following? Yes. It's very important to know that, 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 that the Lord's voice to, to come and walk in the garden was not uh, unusual. And, um, but at that time, because man had fallen out of relationship with the Lord. The, we, we ran from the Lord. So we know the story. God spoke to the serpent. And then through the serpent to the devil. How many know what I'm talking about? And if you could look real quick. Real quick. To the third chapter of Genesis and verse 15 and I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between your seed and her seed it shall bruise your head 
and thou shalt bruise his heel. So the prophecy or the prediction about a born one. Hit someone and say a born one. That means someone will be born. Because that word seed is the word uh, planting or the word offspring or, or the word issue. And so, and, and so he, someone will be born that will crush. So this is the, here, here's a deep word for you. He's a deep word for you. And um, he, will, he will bruise, crush, smash, obliterate, and utterly annihilate. My God. And so it's very important that the, in the Lord, the Lord says something and the princes of this world or whatever, the, 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 the serpent as well as every other evil entity that will try to enter the world and try to rule over man by stealing man's authority through cond- condemnation. How many understand what I'm talking about? You following this? And the Lord said, um, there will be enmity between you and between the woman, between your seed and her seed. And then he says, um, you will will bruise his head. Uh, It it shall, King James says it shall, but the... the, um, the word he shall bruise your head is the appropriate translation of the Hebrew there. How many understand? It's not it. It's not she. It's he. So very definitive word. God says the woman. I'll put enmity between you and the woman. Now here's the enemy. The only one he sees is the woman. There's only the woman. He doesn't see what the woman will conceive. He doesn't see what the woman will give birth to. He doesn't see what the man and the woman will do. He doesn't see what tomorrow may bring. That's how blind the devil is. He doesn't know your tomorrow. So why do you let him tell you what your tomorrow is? He doesn't know. My, my God. He doesn't know what God has in store for you. He doesn't know your future. God declares your future. And he says that in your life, there will be an obliteration of your enemy. There will be a crushing of his authority. There will be a deliverance from his claim over your life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's like victory is yours. Victory is mine. Amen. Wow. Between the woman and um, and then if, if we look for a minute because we could span the scriptures. How many are glad 
that we have all year. Yes. No, I didn't hear you. Maybe we'll cut it short. I don't know. So we could see throughout the ages We see throughout the ages, ordinary people born, and then God using them in supernatural, extraordinary ways. Throughout the ages, we see them. We can see deliverers. We can see people like Abraham, who, who's a former pagan, and God calls him out of, out of the Chaldean world and paganism and, and, and mysticism and, and, and the, the worship of the stars talks to him, reveals himself to him. He's got no scriptures to read. God appears to him or, or shows, reveals himself to him and makes a covenant with him. Why is God making a covenant with people? Because God has already laid hands on. God has already formed. God has already made. God's already breathed into. God's already invested in. And what God has begun, God will finish. And nothing will kill what God, nothing will bring permanent doom to what God has called to glory. My God. So that's why we see that throughout, throughout the old covenant. We see that. We see the Lord come. And here's Abraham, and, and one of the greatest things about Abraham, I mean, there's a lot of wonderful things, but he's a man. But one of the greatest things about Abraham is that Abraham could manage to get the people around him that were part of his household to be the kind of people that, that are unafraid of kings and of armies. You couldn't steal their stuff and take their relatives captive and put them under the dominion of heathen because they will chase you down. And they did. 300 plus men and trained in his own household. Glory be to God. Went after armies, defeated them for the honor and the glory of God. That's not human power. That's supernatural power of covenant between God and man. When God has a covenant with you, the earth cannot defeat you. My God. My God. If this doesn't cause you to shout in, in celebration and praise, nothing in this world will make you shout. My God, my God, my God. You know, the scripture is very clear. The wicked flee when no one is pursuing. But the righteous are bold as a lion. It is the nature of the wicked to flee. It's the nature of the righteous to pursue. Go after them. 
overtake them and recover all. Praise the Lord forever. Hallelujah. And so, so this is, I'm talking now spiritually speaking. How many understand we're talking about spiritually speaking? You know, you never know what tomorrow may bring. Let's change the way we think about that. The devil knew. The serpent knew. Exactly. Something's coming in the future. Just didn't know what. He's going to crush my head one day. because. And he works overtime. To do what? To get humanity to belittle the potential of God in your life. I want to talk to your mindset right in this beginning of International Miracle Institute Dominion. Now I want to tell you in your mindset. Do not diminish the potential of the call that is carried into your life with a mandate from God. Go ahead, go forward, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, have dominion, subdue, move out of your way, overcome evil with good. I will be with you. I will not leave you. Fear not, I'm with you. To the end of the age, nothing shall by any means harm you. That's a covenant from the truth teller. Hallelujah. He cannot lie about what he said. He cannot, he cannot take back what he has declared. You are blessed by the Lord. Hallelujah. You're blessed. The body of Christ is blessed. The church is blessed. And what God said to Abraham, God said to his seed, if you be Christ, if you belong to Christ, you are Abraham's seed. And it was God that said, I will bless those that bless you and curse those that curse you. You don't have to worry about those that are holding the breath for you to fail. God will take care of them. You have to know what God has called you to do. The church is not here. We're not here to be the victims of the evil in the world. We're here to be the victors. I'm telling you, you better get ready. You better get ready. You need the miracles, the supernatural of God now more than ever before. More than ever before. And you can count on it. Why? Because your mindset is being changed. I'm talking to you today. I'm yanking off of you everything this world has tried to put on you. I don't mean the world we live in. I mean the system that is invisible, that is trying to diminish the superior call that's on the inside of men and women chosen by God. You're extraordinary. You're exceptional. Hallelujah. You can do all things through Christ. You're not a normal person. You're a supernatural creation from the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Destined to prevail. 
Amen. Lift your right hand to the Lord and just close your eyes and just pray. However, however you pray, and we'll pray. Father, every household, every church, every believer, every student, every person auditing tonight, I speak to your call. The Lord has sent me to your life to call you out of that thing, that circumstance of confinement in your life. I've come to roll away the stone. I've come to commend you up and back. You're going to shock your family through the answer of the call of God upon your life. There are some things getting ready to resolve themselves in your life in the form of the provisions that only God can make and the manifestations of goodness that only our Lord can bring. And every good gift and perfect gift that comes down from above will come upon you and overtake you as we agree together that there is no distance between us. But the Lord, hallelujah, has connected us to this covenant that cannot fail. Amen. Now, if you believe that, let out a great shout. Amen. You may be seated if, you, if you'd like, please. In Hebrews 10 and verse 5, Hebrews is a very powerful, um, well, the scriptures are powerful, but Hebrews 10 is exceptionally powerful in, 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 in the the definition and the description of the victory of Christ over the enemy and our victory in Christ over all the power of the enemy. So it's, it's very interesting that in verse 5 it says, Therefore, when he cometh into the world, he says, Sacrifice an offering thou wouldst not but a body hast thou prepared me. Now, if you, if you see here, now this is the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Actually, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God in the dateless past, before time, in infinity past. Was the word. That's the, the, the sacred scripture. How many believe the Bible? Yes. The word was with God. And the word was God. And actually the original says. God was the word. Now you're beginning to see. Some maybe translations. That bear witness to the original manuscripts. In the original reliable languages. God was the word. And the word verse 14 says. Became flesh. Chapter 1 of the book of John. Became what? And dwelt among us and we beheld his glory as the glory of the only begotten of the Father. The only begotten of the Father. The only begotten of the Father. Well, who am I begotten by? 
all being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God. So the only begotten of the Father will go... And so I am born and you are born of the word of God which lives and abides forever. If you can defeat the word, you should be able to defeat us. If you can't defeat the word, you shouldn't be able to defeat us because we're the offspring of the word. I need to stop till somebody shouts. There is no defeat for the church of the living God. The gates of hell, he said, shall not prevail against you. Hey! We beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm. Full of grace and truth. So, so then what we see here, and the word became what? Flesh, And what we see here is, a body hast thou prepared me. Or a body hast thou fashioned for me. Well, where, where would the word find that body? Where would the word find that body that is flesh body and fill it with God presence and God person and, and, and word? Christ, the fullness of God bodily. The fullness of the Godhead bodily. I need to stop. Oh! I love you. Can we take a breather a little bit? Are you, are you getting anything out of this? Yes. See, I like to make sure that we understand that Christ came to save, seek and to save that which was lost. Well, how many people were lost? Well, everybody was lost. He came predominantly for... Um, the lost sheep of Israel. Uh, but did uh, a Phoenician woman get in on the miracle? Uh, did a Phoenician woman break in on Jesus when he was trying to take a little vacation, just a couple days with the disciples over in Phoenicia? Just, just stepped over, you know, got over to my town and just tried to get it. And she was there. And the disciple, and you know how my relatives are. She's like, Jesus, you know, uh, whatever, son of David, uh, rabbi, man, whatever, you know, all, she's screaming. I'm not being funny. That's the Bible. Sometimes you got to let your voice be heard to the right kind of people. My God, she knew who he was. She had heard what he was doing. She recognized that's the, that's the guy wherever he goes, things happen. Didn't expect him over here, but he's over here. And she runs over with a prayer request. 
couldn't even log online. There, there, there was no way to, you know, cell reception was not there. My God. But, but voice could not. And the disciples are like, like this woman is embarrassing us. Touch. And Jesus has to stop and because he, he came to seek and save that which is lost. And uh, although he came, he came to his people, yet anybody who will bust in on him with the right kind of humility can receive what he has for them, even though his assignment would be predominantly in his life for where he's at, the, the people of Israel. Isn't that right? But uh, what do you want? Well, my daughter is, is grievously vexed with the devil. Have, have mercy on me. My, my daughter is vexed with the devil. Do you think we need dominion today? Yeah. Do you think we need authority today? Yeah. How many conditions in the world today are called by abbreviations and, and diagnoses and so on that the word from the Lord in your mouth can change because you can command that thing to be gone in the name that is above every name and set some captives free. A body hast thou prepared me. And this is of course the supernatural. The miraculous. Fulfillment. We'll get into it. Of, 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 of the word. Of God. Becoming. Man. To save man and lift humanity up to the level of his salvation and freedom. But child of God, you are not uh, called to flatline in your Christianity, in your growth, in, in, your, in, your, in your relational connection with God. You're not called to flatline and, and see nothing new and nothing greater. And you're not even, it's against your God nature. If Jesus Lord of your life, it is against your God nature for you to be a habitual doubter. If you live your life as a habitual doubter, I'll believe it when I see it. I don't know if I could believe that. It, you're operating against your nature. You're actually harming the nature of God in you by being a doubter. And so you're here today. And the reason you're here is there is in your heart a cry for more. Yeah. There is in your heart a knowing that God has more for you and you don't want more in the form of just stuff or, or you want more in the form of pleasing yeah. him that has called you and fulfilling the call that he has put on your life. 
So knowing that we're not called to just live on a level of just this way until a moment in an age where there's a catching away and then we're just completely different than where we are. That is completely not what Jesus came to bring. What he did, and I'm going to get into it uh, this year, is uh, very important when he spoke to us about something called the kingdom of God come with power. And he said, some of you are standing here to the 12, maybe to more, maybe there were more, but at least the 12. Some of you standing here will not see death until you see the kingdom of God come with what? Power. Power. And, uh, and then he takes with him James and, and uh, Peter and John and he leads them to a high mountain apart to pray. And after about eight days later, six days travel, uh, from the day he spoke till the day they arrived on, on the eighth day. Now they're on what we call the Mount of Transfiguration or the Holy Mountain is what Peter calls it. Remember that? Now that's very important because how many believe in the word became flesh? Just lift your hands and shout three times yes. Shout it again. Now we know that the word was God, but the word also became fully man. He became fully man. Are you listening? Without falling into the fall. He just came down to our call. He had no participation in in sin. He had no sin. Are you listening to me? But he was fully human. And he, how many understand he was fully divine? He never stopped being who he is. And yet, and in, in this is what, what you got to understand, he prayed. On that mountain, he did what? Pray. Shout it. Pray. Shout it again. Pray. Now, Christ must have seen or known or, or, or was directed by the Spirit regarding the transfiguration or the change that will happen and be revealed before the very eyes of three of his closest disciples. And yet although he spoke the word and he declared it to us and he said You'll be here, you will not die till you see the kingdom of God come with power. My God. You're going to see the kingdom of God come with power. And yet he said that and led them and then he, as he prayed... How many can understand he's praying in his humanity? It's full, fully human participation in prayer. So whatever will happen to him will happen by God to his physicality. Hit someone, say physicality. Hit someone else, say physicality. See, there's not much faith in the Christian community about God being able to do work in your physicality. 
And yet Christ changes and is transfigured and transformed and his face shines as the sun. Hallelujah. And somebody said, well, that was Christ. Yes, but that was also the kingdom. And if the kingdom is where the king is, then the children of the kingdom should have some of the kingdom stuff in our lives too. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He's revealing something. And, and, and change happens and his clothes are radiant from inside out lit by the very, by the, he actually gave, God through prayer gave us a glimpse of who he, Christ is within his incarnation. Now, I know that he lives in your heart. I know that Christ in you is the hope of glory. I know that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I know that it's according to the power that worketh in us. So the Christ Jesus living in us by the agency of the Holy Spirit is not weaker, lesser, or of a, a, a inferior qualitative capacity than he is on the Mount of Transfiguration. Living in us. Yes. Living in us. Working in our physicality. Working in our Working in our physical. Somebody said, well, I don't care about the physical. Well, well do you see with your pupils? Y- yes. Well, would you, like, would you like the Spirit of God in you to interpret how to see right? Because yes. people could be smiling at you, and you won't see that knife in their hand. I'm talking figuratively now. I'm not talking, I'm not talking naturally. It's naturally too. You got to be alert and in the spirit at the same time. You know? Just because you're in church doesn't mean you're safe putting your hands in your pocket. Get your hands out your pocket. Somebody might smack you. Like your uncle. Is it okay to have fun in church? <laughs> but, but see, we, we, we communicate with this world, with this world, through our senses. Eyes, speech, hearing, taste, smell, and feel. Now when we say we don't go by what we feel or whatever, we're talking about we don't allow the negative lies of the enemy to dictate our disposition but we're not saying we don't allow the indwelling of Christ in us or the living promises of God hallelujah or the power that worketh in us we we just forbid it to be active in our mind will and our emotions no we don't 
When we feel like we want to be lazy, we rise up and we pray. When we feel like we want to eat until we gorge, we go on a fast by the direction of God. When we feel like all the world has fallen apart, we stand up and say, hold up a minute. He said, arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Hallelujah. When the enemy lies about your longevity with long life, will he satisfy you and show you his salvation? He will protect you. A thousand may be fallen here and 10,000 may be fallen there, but it will not come near you. No plague will come near your dwelling. My God will take care of you. My God will impact you. My God will impart to you. My God. My, 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 my. Hallelujah. Well, I'm out of time. Lift your hands and give God the greatest shout of praise. I bless you in the name of the Lord. I bless you and you're going out and coming in. I call you blessed. I call you blessed in your church. I call you blessed in your house, in your home, on your job, in your business. I release that loan. I release that settlement. I declare that recompense, that reward, that harvest of your seed sown. I thank God for your decisions being made by the direction of God to undertake the education that God has called you to undertake. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, lift your hands and let the world hear the greatest shout come out of International Miracle Institute. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, before, we, before I sign off, how many of us here know we're the body of Christ? How many of you, you accepted the Lord into your life? Wave at me if you accepted the Lord as your Savior. If you accepted the Lord as your Savior, you were also baptized or you were inducted and you were birthed into his great body of believers. You're a member of the body of Christ. So when he said, a body has thou prepared me. Hallelujah. Thank God for that body that hung on the cross for you and I went through the sufferings for you and I shed his blood, life's blood for you and I. But when he was buried in the Adama, he didn't stay in there because the last Adam does not go back to dirt. The last Adam rises up. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And when he received the gift of the Holy Spirit and poured the fire of Almighty God upon us, he put the suit of heaven upon the physicality and put the indwelling within your very spirit. You are the body of Christ. A body has thou prepared me went beyond his incarnation. It went to his indwelling in our life and I'm excited about it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouch Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.